0: Today's show is also brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, Green Juice, solves the problem of juicing your greens on the go. Just add it to water, to drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for all our Secrets to Success podcast listeners.
1: Of every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in be smoke. Stop being gazelles, you're not average, you're not even good. You were born to be great.
2: What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian, who's about to be even more Bayesian oh, sensation,
0: all the Mr. way to Carl
2: Wesley Phillips. Yes, sir. What's are, happening? Are you in
0: Barbados yet? Or are you leave? When do you leave? Not yet. In about what is this? About twelve? No, no. I lied. Twenty-four hours from now, we should be on our flight. Well, and so next week, we we'll have to
2: call you the super Basin. sensation. Yes, sir. And also, uh, Dr. Thomas in a hotel lobby. I'm sure in some hotel I've never heard of. <laughs> where are you, Dr. Thomas? I, hey,
1: I, I only stay in the in the hotels where we do conferences. So he's putting on, y'all. I'm in the Omni. I'm oh, we! I promise Omni. you
2: we never did a conference at the Ritz-Carlton. <laughs> the that's, some, that's, that's another speaker you talking about. We we definitely not at the Ritz. <laughs> I was on vacation. I'm working now, so I'm at the Omni. Oh, you at the Omni. Okay, mm. I heard of that one. At least I heard of yeah. that one. Um, <laughs> and then we have uh, our esteemed colleague, the fourth amigo, Mr. Josh Hatch. Your presence was specifically requested today by Dr. Thomas. Um, I'm not sure. He must have called on that one. Uh, Am I tripping or does E have the worst text message etiquette ever? And I might have said this already, but I just felt the need to say it again because I literally, E, I texted you something last night. I asked you a question. Don't say it right now on the thing because I don't want you to say it. But like, I literally asked him a question and he sent me back two sentences that literally couldn't have anything less to do with what I asked him. <laughs> <laughs> if it tried. I was like, what? He like gave me a name of a person. I'm like, okay, that makes no sense. Then this morning I said, this was just a, two seconds ago. I said, Josh is jumping on two. For those of you who don't know, we usually do like, when me, Carl, and E just the regular crew is on, we just do a three-way call. Like I'll call E, he'll call Carl, boom, we in. But Josh was jumping on, so I was like, you know, by the time you do all that, it, you know, it get kind of confusing. So I was like, should we just, I said, Josh is jumping on two. Should we use a conference line? He says, I believe Just is getting on. LOL. I said, huh? Should be Josh, not Just. I was like, I'm still like, okay, I just said Josh was getting on. Why are you telling me Josh is getting on? <laughs> so if you look at the text. And then about 10 minutes later, he says, I was about to ask, I was about to ask if we needed a conference number, but you beat me to the punch. I'm like, "Eh." What are you looking at, bro? I don't understand it, bro. So, like so when, we have to do something about your text
1: editing. Yeah. So when you hit me, if you look at the time, um, look at the timeline. We text at the exact same time, and I was just about to ask, was Josh getting on? Do we need a conference call? But your sentence was complete, so I was like, oh, we well, cool. CJ asked it. Oh, but I'm definitely cryptic, bro. I'm not gonna lie and say for the average human. Oh, he it's awful. Understand. I mean, I've me had... and Jalen
2: talk about it daily. Yeah. I was like, yo, I, sometimes I'll be like, uh, do you know what he just said? Like, you'll just randomly text the most random thing. It's spelled wrong. It's like, in two different languages, I'm like, oh, but, Lord. But hey, it's a, that, it's hey.
0: almost a company joke. Eh? I, I'm yeah. talking about, like, I will have staff members call me and try to decode your text. Tamisha will be like, yo, he just texts me. Have <laughs> any idea what they say? Like, you've been working with him the longest. What is he <laughs> yeah. saying right now? And I promise you, see, it's funny, but most times I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what he's trying to say right there. Like, are we figured oh, yeah. out no, the no, code no, 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 for sure.
1: And I always say... Yeah, most times I can get it. Yeah, no, no, I always say I'm going to text you because if you don't understand it, at least you'll call me and tell me you don't understand it because if I don't text right then, right. I promise you I'm not going to remember gone. tomorrow what you said. But if I at least put it down, you're like, E, I didn't understand you. I'm like, good. I can tell you exactly what I meant, but y'all know my mind. <laughs> I get about 100 things going. Carl would call me like, E, you called me 10 minutes ago. What you want? I'm like, man, Carl, I apologize. You didn't call me within the 10. No did. I have no idea what I was at, what I was about to tell you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: All right, well, we'll uh, we'll, we'll continue to work on that. I'll continue to Morse code decipher your text. <laughs> oh, that's right, and uh, we'll move on. Um, the, in breaking news, um, the uh, Patriots are going back to the Super Bowl. I don't know Man. if anybody saw that, but um, I was. Pretty much devastated. I'm I'm sorry. I got respect for him, but just can't. Like, can somebody else please win? It's like Alabama. Like, no. But it's you know what I told Carl. It's worse than Alabama because at Alabama, you can recruit as many good players as you possibly can. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's set up so you can have like a long reign of supremacy with like a good coach. You can recruit, you know, high players all the time. There's no limit to the amount of, like, five-star recruits you can get. You have to understand something. The NFL is set up for parity. Like, it's set up so that the Patriots have the last pick every year. Like, it's set up so free agency, you can't just put all the great players on your team like the Yankees used to do back in the day. Like, okay, give us the top 10 best players in the league and put them on our team. The NFL is literally set up so that you have different teams winning all the time. Yet, the Patriots still, every single year, are going back to the Super Bowl. And I thought about it yesterday. I thought about our conversation with James Harrison. I guess I should shut up because the Steelers ain't going to the Super Bowl. And now my man about to go get him another Super Bowl and got a sack I think, or two, maybe, yesterday. And I'm just like, yo, I, I, I respect it. The system is incredible. But I guess it uh, holds true to our longstanding conversation that winners win. So I don't know if y'all saw Tom Brady. And before we jump into our session today, if anybody wanted to speak on the the dynasty that is the Patriots that still uh, oh, shows no signs of slowing down.
3: And Gronkowski yeah, Gronk got,
2: got, hurt. got hurt. Oh, yeah, and Gronk got hurt again. And,
3: uh, bill Belichick got was handed the AFC Championship yeah. trophy. He held it for maybe one second. He just passed it. it Kraft handed it to him, he handed it to someone else, he yeah, just he walked off.
1: Away. Yeah, seconds. Gave mm. it away. Yeah, like here, take this. Yeah, take this.
2: Oh, the AFC Championship, boys, is like Cracker Jack prizes to Belichick. You know what I'm saying? Like He
1: didn't even, he didn't even
3: look
2: at it. He didn't even wow, look at it. Wow, it's insane, man. And you look at it for real. And it's what we talked about. If you can get with a good system, a cohesive system, and people that win, like, yo, it, it's crazy what it can do. But I will say this. Shout out to my Lions, who last year hired somebody from the Patriots to be our general manager. Now we're still in their defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia. He's gonna become our head coach. <laughs> I'm down to just bring the whole organization over. You know what I'm saying? Can we just swap names like for real? We'll take the Patriots, y'all take the lions, see what y'all can do with hey, that. Hey, random, we'll see how see, your random really question, random question though, not um, to mess
0: that but, up. But your boy that was our coach before, uh, what's his name? Schwartz with the Eagles, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I had some I questions on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yo, how he go to the Eagles and making an impact yeah, yeah, yeah. over there? Well, it's what we
2: talked about, man. Being in the right system and yeah. being in the wrong system. Um, you know, there's people out there for real. You're losing and it's not your talent. It's not your your gift. It is you, you're in the wrong system. You're around the wrong people. And, you know, sometimes that just doesn't work
1: out. Um Anyway, uh, he has some... Can you elaborate on that, though? Oh, yeah, go for it. Can you just elaborate on that, though? No, I'm saying you. Like, can you elaborate on that? Because there's some people
2: who are like... well, Well, yeah, no. I mean, you take... I mean, and we talked about it before, but you take somebody who you know, was with the Lions, Kyle Van Noy, or linebacker for the Lions, and I won't get too technical, but, you know, here's a guy who can't even get on the field and not getting any snaps with the Lions and then goes over to a Super Bowl champion and they put him in position to be successful. And so there's people out there now, you know, even listening to this podcast who you're at work and you're not performing to the level that you should be, Um, in your marriage and, you know, your your relationships and things, and your system is broken, right? There's a system, and one of the things that we talked about last week, guys, was routine, and E talked about his system, right? And so there's a reason that E keeps piling up win after win after win. There's a reason Josh wins on a consistent basis, Carl, because they have a system that works for them. They have a system that they've figured out from the time they wake up to the time they go to sleep. They've put a proper system in place. Now, if the system is broken, Is it possible for you to be sweet in a bad system? I guess, but it's not possible to win a Super Bowl. It's not possible to win championships with a broken system. So you can be as sweet as you want, but if your your system at home is broken and your kids wilding out and your wife and your husband going crazy, whatever the situation is, you'll never, you know, I don't believe you'll ever reach that ultimate level. And so it's about fixing the system, getting in the right system from top to bottom. Like, yo, you got to think of something. The Patriots and, and the Spurs been dominating for, like, like 20 years. Like, I'm thinking back to when the Patriots first started their dynasty, right? Like, give me the names, Josh Vrabel, uh, Teddy Bruschi, Richard Seymour, uh, 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 Harrison. Like, these guys are all, let me tell you something. Harrison is commentating on TV, been on TV forever, ain't played a down in forever. Vrabel just took over the head coaching job of the uh, Texans. Like, these guys are like, like it seemed like they on to their next career and thriving in their next career, and the Patriots are still there hmm. kicking butt and taking names. And I'm like, wow, like it has to be the system because you're replacing the, the parts in the system. And so I would ask you this, let me ask you guys this. This is a question I didn't even think about this, but what's more important in a in a in a team or a collective, the actual system or the player? So like is the you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like
1: Oh, no question. You take a—people you take.
2: always want to be, oh, you want to be Jordan, but Jordan was in a broken system. It wasn't until Phil put the triangle around him that he actually won championships. And so can you win in a broken system, and how do you fix your system, I guess,
1: would be the better question. Well, can you create a Hmm. dynasty in a broken system is the question, John. You know what I'm saying? You might be able to win here or there, but can you create a legacy? Yeah, see, I so
3: I'll do a little twist on it too if you think of the Patriots because it does feel like the Patriots have been winning for about 35 years. That's what it feels like. That's not the reality, mm-hmm. but that's what it feels like, you know, no, the last 15, 15 no. years or so. But but I if you're a sports fan, you know Bill was fired oh, from no the Browns. And and it's yeah. the system, the part of what makes the Patriots system so good is somehow you maintain this level of of excellence as an underdog. Mm. So, so they bring on these players that no one else wants, and they have the attitude of an underdog. They always have a chip on their shoulders. They've created a system of a chip on their shoulders. So when you're talking about a Vrabel and a Harrison way back, and all those guys, those guys, those guys. Harrison was was a kind of a throw-in from the Charger days. Like his best days were behind him. So he was a throw-in, and they got there with Belichick, who had a chip on his shoulder. He knew it wasn't him with the Browns. He knew he knew he had something. So he had a chip. So they've somehow maintained. I think what's important is, and I, and I would take I would take 100 um, um, mediocre skilled people to work with that have insane drive, than 10 people that are excellent workers that I have to push and pull to get to do something. Mm,
2: and I wow, think that's, that's actually system. yeah. Yeah, no, that's system. a the, that's a free uh, recruiting advice for. Those oh, right of you out there, there looking yeah. to start a team and start a company and, you know, I, I I agree with that and I look at E who, you know, always operates as the underdog and one of the things, Josh, while you're saying that, I didn't even think about that but, like, as you're saying that, I'm thinking the ETA, like, we've always operated in that yeah. underdog role. Like, that's just, you know, I think, and I think we take on the personality of our leader and E always kind of had that, you know uh you know the high school dropout thing the GED you know kind of you know the 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 underdog card that he always played and I think it works to our advantage in ETA we scrappy baby absolutely yeah,
1: and i want to i, I want to make it um uh, you know as practical as i can cuz i know there's some people that are listeners like yo i don't work for ETA you know what i'm saying or i'm not with the patriots you know what i'm saying i want to make it you know as practical as i possibly can um uh, i want to i, I want to use a story i was uh, on a call yesterday And there was a mother who was on the call and her son, you know, and again, I don't want to butcher, um, you know, I don't use the word underdog because I'm playing, you know, but school and me didn't really get along. So I don't want to butcher like the medical part of it. And it has somebody like, that's not right. Uh, But I know he has a tumor and I'm not really sure what um, I'm not really sure in terms of cancer, what kind of cancer, you know, what stage. uh, But I know he's been through a lot and he's 21 years old and um, the tumor came back and the doctor said to the mom the other day, we the only way we can do this, and and it's a you know and it's still a slim chance is we're gonna have to amputate his entire his, his left leg. And um, the mother was on the call yesterday with us and I'm talking about she is a lady who's normally like pumped up, fired up, and I could feel, you know, I could feel her spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like she was kind of like not herself and kind of going in that space and you know and I said look I'm just going to be real with you you know what I'm saying like you're going to have to make a decision you know what I'm saying you have to make a decision because you're telling me your son is like I'm not getting my leg cut off I'm 20 something years old you know I want to date I want to get married and my self image and I explained to the mother I was like yo I feel you I, I feel what he's going through I've never been through that before so I, it's nothing I can tell him but I can tell you as a mother, where he goes has a lot to do with how you, t- how you handle this situation. And I'm not saying you wrong for being nervous, you wrong for, but both of y'all can't be, you know what I'm saying? Like both of y'all can't be going through it. And I explained to her, I said, when Didi got sick, And I was in that hospital room and they were showing the allegiance. Now, mind you, I knew in Didi's mind, her best friend from college who she stayed with has MS and she in a wheelchair, right? And the quality of her life is not, you know what I'm saying? It's not to be desired. And she's been, she'd had MS for about maybe 10 years from now. And I mean, no job, you know, again, she could be listening to this podcast, so I don't want to go there, but I know in my, and I I know in Didi's mind, she was thinking about her homegirl. And I said, in my spirit, yo, E, you ain't got MS. You ain't got no legions on your brain. It don't make sense for you to take Diddy down that path. So listen to what I'm telling y'all. My wife is where she is today. She in Cali right now. She looking at the mountains. She got the vitamin D coming from the sun. She ain't in the winter because as her coach, as her husband, I made up in my mind, we're going to win this. We're going to win this. This ain't about to break us. My girl ain't about to be in no wheelchair. She ain't about to be blind. She ain't about to go through that. My, my girl is going to, whatever I need to do, I don't care what medication it is, I will study it. I don't care what diet it is. I will study it. I told him on the, um, the the marriage thing yesterday, some dude asked me, ET, how you do it? Didi, whatever, whatever. I said, bruh, we got MS. Didi ain't got MS. We got MS. If something happened to Didi, that affects me, bruh. If Didi get in the wheelchair, that affect my life, bruh. My life going to be different if Didi in the wheelchair if DD can't walk if DD can't see we we sick and what i'm telling y'all is and i get on my kids about this all the time and they think i'm trying to be mean you trying to i ain't an ETA i ain't play for the patriots you better watch who you marry you better watch who you date you picking your you picking your all-star team right now right now we ain't talking about patriots we talking about who you dating who you marrying who's your best friend who's your best friend when when when, when you get sick Or when you having a negative mindset or when you going through life and you thinking about buying something you can't afford, who on your squad is the person next to you saying, yeah, girl, buy that car. You can't afford it. Or they saying, yo, you need to save your money. So I'm saying let's not make it deep. The person that you are marrying, the person you marry to, the person that you you that you call business partner, the person that you uh, work with every day, and you decide to connect with at your job—that's your that that's your Belichick, that's your Phil Jackson, that's your Michael Jordan, that's your Scottie Pippen. So I was very critical on who I chose as a wife, and I'm here today because of Didi. Then I chose. After my first run as a motivational speaker, I put C on as a CEO. So no, I ain't I'm not I'm not with Belichick. I'm not with Phil Jackson, but the day-to-day decisions I get to make, then I got Carl. Now we got Josh and I got you feel me like yo the people that I decide to put on my squad is going to make the difference if I'm gonna be a champion or not. So let's not make this deep. I'm telling you I'm not bragging but DD is in California because I made a decision that we're not going to do the winners no more in Detroit. Bottom line, I made a decision and then I ha- I did what I had to do from a professional standpoint, making sure that I don't decline but I keep getting better yeah, me- at every presentation is yeah, No, no, no. I got you. Uh, let me ask you a question though. What if you get drafted by the Lions? Um let me say this, see, if you get drafted by the Lions, you still have a you still have the opportunity to and I say this because and I don't want my friends who tripping on me, you know, to be like, so you calling us the Lions? You know what I'm saying? But the crew I was with before, that was the crew I had, see? That was the crew I had. So I couldn't complain about it. guess what I did though? I became the best speaker that you could be. Now, I'm not going to say my boys became the best branders. I'm not going to say my boy. So then what happens is I became the best that I could be. And guess what? Uh, what's it, my boy Van uh, Van Noy? He was he was with uh, the Lions, and guess what? He just kept working on his craft, and Belichick call. I just kept working on my craft. That that I just came the best speaker, and then when I left Huntsville and came to Lansing and I hooked up with C, then C took me to the but C didn't have to C didn't have to make me a great speaker. So I'm just saying, before I met C, I operated at the highest level I could operate. And I believe because I did that, what the universe did was bless me with CJ. The universe would bless me with somebody that's like me. So wherever you are right now, don't be complaining about it, don't trip on it, don't look around. I'm with the Lions play like you with the Patriots. And I'm telling you, if you play like you with the Patriots, I don't know how life happens, but one day you're going to work up, wake up, and you're going to have your CJ. And then you're going to wake up and Josh came in. I'm telling you, I got a letter that I'm about to send out to the staff right now. Josh don't know it, but the last year he been with us, I've been listening, and it's been taking me a minute to transition, but I've been hearing what he's been saying on E. You don't know how to run a business, bro. You're running a ministry. This ain't, That's not how you run a business. You need to, you got to run, and so I just like, yo, give me time. Give me time to transition, so before Josh got, got here, I was the best motivational speaker I could be, not the best businessman, and then because God knew in my heart that I wanted to be a better businessman, he brought Josh And Josh had to take me where I was. And I'm sure Josh was like, yo, E, I don't really know. Like, I know why you doing what you're doing. But, bro, I'm telling you, that's not the best thing to do. And guess what happened? Eventually, in a year from the time that Josh has been here, watch the changes I make from today going forward. So I'm just saying, see, the hand you get, you got to play that hand. And I believe, in my experience, if you play it right, another hand will come to you at some point.
3: Yeah, E, I just want to say, just off that, the beautiful thing about America that we're all, that, that, most people that are listening to this podcast where they live and most people live in a, in, in a free country outside of America. It's the ultimate free agent, um, marketplace. So you can complain yeah. about your team for a <laughs> yeah. little while, but you can't, you can't, I mean, I, I've met people that still complain about things that happened to them 10 or 15 years ago. And, and I'm not saying change business partners or obviously change marriages. I've been married to my high school sweetheart for 15 years. Um, so I'm not saying that you just go and find a new team all the time because guess what? You may be the system. It may not be everyone else around you if you look deep mm. enough. But, mm. but, it, but there is there is no reason to have anything more than um, a down day, a down week. Um, outside of health, there's really no excuses in America to stay down. Outside of you've just been beat down so many times, you just give up.
1: Yeah. And even with health, though, Josh. You you have somebody in your family, and I don't you know wanna put your business on the street, but you have somebody in your family that has MS that's running marathons. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? So <laughs> You feel me? So um, even with health, there's people who healthy, they run running a marathon. And I was going off on a group of men the other day because they were talking about as speakers uh, the different challenges they face. I said, brother, number seven or eight or what I think maybe anywhere between five to 10 best motivational speaker in the world. Ain't got no arms or legs, Josh. He, he, I'm talking about my man killing the game. Josh, he killing the game. He ain't got no arms and legs. So he hasn't even used the fact that he don't have no arms and legs as an excuse. He's got a beautiful wife. He's got beautiful children. So he hasn't used his health as a, you know, you know what I'm saying? He hasn't used it as a crutch. And if anybody could be able to use it as a crutch, he should be able to use it. And he's using it as a story. So all I'm saying, C, is, yo, for real, you make, you make choices every day. And don't sit there and say, you're not blowing up because of some big thing. No, it's the, it's the who are you hanging with? especially your friends. You could pick your friends. You might have already messed up with your spouse. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying you know what I'm saying? Like, like Josh said, you can't necessarily go back and be like, this ain't the one. I want to switch Oh, this you, can. Like, I don't oh you can. Oh, you can. Well, I don't believe in that theory. I believe, like Josh said, you fix that. You know what I'm saying? You told this person, to death do you part. You know what I'm saying? I, I meant that. So you fix that. But I'm just saying there's no... Or I get Exclusion. sick
2: of you. You oh, forgot the right amendment out. that I yeah. said under my breath. Right. The deaf <laughs> part, or I get <laughs> sick of your age. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I didn't hear that part. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we can move on, and See, I, I adjustment. Mean, no, no, no. That's, 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 a, here's the thing, because I'm, I'm
2: listening yeah. to you guys talking. I'm just soaking it up. I'm taking notes on my phone. So we always hear it's not about the cards you dealt, it's the hand you play, you know, how you play your hand, right? And so I'm thinking, in my mind, what you guys are saying is, yes, in one case, you can be... Um, a a great player in a bad system, right? And you got a good system that could have bad players. But I think what you're saying with the Patriots and what you're looking at ultimately is having both, right? Like that's when you become a dynasty is when not only do you have a great hand, you know how to play that hand great. And that's what Mm. ultimate success looks like. So for those people out there, is it possible to win in a broken system? Yes. But not to that ultimate level. So it, it sounds like you're saying, yo, when you get to a point where you're hitting on all cylinders, right, you, you got the right system, you got the right peer group, you got the right team, you got the right family, you got all these things, and you're the right person. That's when the euphoric feeling of, you know, just, just legend, you <laughs> Unbelievable. know. Unbelievable, see.
1: Every, see, everything. See, when you said that, you missed I got the right neighbor, see? I just feel like because I've been mm. doing the right thing, see? I even got the right mm. neighbors. You talking like, about Carl I mean, or? I'm Carl,
2: or? I'm, Carl in there? Carl I thought you were talking about Mike because he cut <laughs> your grass. But then yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Carl your neighbor too. And let uh-huh. me tell
1: you this. Carl, Carl knows. Like, it ain't even on no grass stuff, bruh. We just compliment each other. You know what I'm no, saying? Yeah. It ain't even just grass, yeah, bro. Yeah. You, you look yeah. at you look at um, uh, you look at Carl got two kids, Eric and Mike got two kids. They playing with bro, bro. And I'm telling you, it's other kids. Mike's they, spoiling they, they, they y'all they over look. there, man. Oh, I'm talking I'm, about I'm big fooling. time. But I'm just saying, yeah. when you win, see, when you win, see, Gronkowski could get hurt, and you could, the next dude just step up. Like, when you create a system, yeah, see? Yeah, ain't that crazy? And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, your number, your number one guy get hurt, and then you take it to a whole other level. So I'm just trying to explain to people, this is all I'm saying, Josh. Stop looking for the system first and making that the excuse. Mm. I'm saying become the player that Bill Belichick going to want to recruit. You know what I'm saying? Become the guy, become the lady that the coaches or the, or the organization is going to say, yo, we want my man right there. I did it, I did a gig here in Temecula, um, and I'm, I'm going to try to at some point maybe have my mom on because my mom was like, yo, son, I've been knowing you, you know, quite a bit. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't never seen you do that before. What you did was magical. And the company called and said, like, yo, we have never had a speaker in the 12 years that we've been in existence. We've never heard anybody do that. Nobody has ever moved our people in the way you moved them. And it's what you said. See, it's not, I'm not faking it as an underdog. But when I get up there, I realize, see, like, yo, if I do this right, DD is going to never have to go back to work again. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and I can't assume, see, because I had a good 2017, that we just going to live like this for the rest of our lives. Like, yo, I, I got to keep winning and I got to keep producing and I just think that's where people go wrong they looking for the Bulls they looking for the Lakers they looking for the Patriots and looking to get on a good team not necessarily be a good team yeah no I think
3: of sorry stay on this Patriots thing one more I think of kind of three things with them as we've kind of talked around it that makes their system their system and I think it's it's hunger it's all the guys that were throwaways or new guys to the NFL it's experience they always have enough experienced guys on their team to, to coach and kind of get those guys in line of the Patriots way. And then they have trust in their coaching staff to put them in positions to win. And so with those three things, I think that that's their system is they bring in new, new, new players that are hungry or throwaways from other teams. So those guys just want to get after and prove they belong in the league. Then they always have the Mike Vrabels they always have those guys. They've, they've always got a James Harrison. Seems like they have a 45-year-old defensive end hmm. playing like Lawrence Taylor every time they <laughs> make a run. No
1: question. Yeah, no they question, make a play. They make play. No question. And, and, then, yeah, they, and
3: yeah. then they have complete trust. Hey,
0: what, what's his name? Mike Strahan said, and I was just like, after the game, he was, uh, you know, they were doing their little commentary, and he said, man, for the Patriots, it's like Groundhog's Day. He's like, the, the, it's Groundhog's Day for them. And that thing just stuck with me. Wasn't Gronk out, out last year as well? Was it last year or the year before he was out? I think Gronk was out that's last, year. last year. Probably last year. He was, last was out year. last year again. So he was just <laughs> like, yo, nothing, nothing that they're facing, and that's the, exactly the line he said. He's like, yo, nothing that they're facing is new. It's the, the championship is Groundhog's Day. Nothing is new. Like, the, their star player was out last year. Uh, as a matter of fact, they started the season last year without Brady and still went, what was it, like 4-1 and one or something like that, or 3-1? and one. So back to it, like it's Groundhog's Day. They've gotten to the point where, like you said, Josh, those three factors all playing and it's Groundhog's Day and now. that's routine now. So that, Carl, that Carl, just, yeah, the, here's the insane. the thing about
3: their system, though, is it's not all sunshine and roses. That's the thing that people, right. want. Thing yep. that people want to think. Yep. Like there's a lot of stuff that happens in that building that, that there's players that don't like each other. There's personal struggles away from yep. Yep. There's Everyone yep. looks at it and, and they think that they have this thing dialed in. That's the part of, the, uh, hmm. of a team or business that people always forget is it's not as pretty as it looks when you win. It never is. And people, don't, people forget about the stuff behind the scenes that have to happen, but when it's time to play the game, when it's time to lace up and it's oh. time to go, they're all dialed in. But they have plenty of challenges to get them ready to get to that point. There's a whole system around the system hmm. that gets them ready for that Sunday to shine. But without that, they, they, they've got marital problems. They've got, I mean, they're humans. They've got a yeah. lot of stuff that goes yeah. on in that. No oh. one ever thinks oh. about that. Those are 20, yeah. 21-year-old kids. Yeah.
2: Hmm. yeah, well, that is uh, that is definitely one of those things, man, that if, if you can implement that and start to learn that and start to get those small wins. Please. Because that's what the one Please. thing I'm, I'm listening, and I'm, I'm just thinking about the people who, for real, like, you know, them people who, like, they like Charlie Brown. It's like the cloud only follows them, it's like rain's right on them, and they got that feeling, and I'm like, wow. Like, the Patriots have the exact opposite. It's like, no matter what moves they make, it seems like things always break in their direction. And when we say, and when E, when you said, I can't explain it, but winners win and losers lose, I'm thinking Hmm. like, yo, the people with the Charlie Brown thing, it's like, okay, how do I get to that level? just start getting some small wins, man. Like, stop looking for the big home run. Like, you want the the private plane or, like, the sweet marriage. Like, just get you a couple little small wins and start to build that momentum because I promise you, I don't know if it's perception or reality, but it seems like people who are winning just keep winning. Like, for real, it seems like, oh, okay, E, you know, already the best speaker, already this, and then he goes to the hotel and they like, oh, let's get him six nights free. It's like, yo, it's like, whoa. (laughs) Winning starts to produce, like, This this crazy energy. Ian, I don't know how you would explain it from your standpoint just to where you are, because Me and Carl still stand at the Dirty Santa end, but you know you stand at the rich Carl. I mean, like it's like compound interest for you at this point. Hey Carl,
1: you let hey I told you Carl, you can let CTS in play, but you stay with me where (laughs) I stay. Don't let that boy drag you into that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I I just want to see me and Carl. Me and Carl ain't been blessed the same
2: way, but I mean, no, I'm teasing, but like I mean it. But like once you get to winning, it's like. He, he like, walked down the street and find $500 on the street. I'm like, what? Like, you the last person that need it. And there's somebody who broke right now, and they could have used that $500, but, like, it happens to you. And so it's, like, this crazy way the universe wants you to start winning. And it almost seems unfair because it's, like, wow, the rich get richer. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, the Patriots Hmm. winning again. Like, yo, if it's, like, a fan base that don't need a ring right now, it's the Patriots. Like y'all, good. Get a Lions one. Dog on yeah, it. Like Tom Brady, yeah. about to have six. Like we don't have one in our whole history. And it's like, hey, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I can't explain hey, it. I hey, guess. you know
1: what though? Here's, here's, um, you know, I just want to help people. You know, with a little small thing that came to my mind when you said that. I don't know if it's going to help them or not. But I remember we went. I don't, I don't know if we lost see, the first round of the um, playoffs. I think we probably made it. The Lions made it to the playoffs and then we lost the first game I think maybe was it the Cowboys we lost to I don't yes. remember but we lost our. okay it was the Cowboys so we lost our first game right so then the uh, Patriots you know always you know have a winning season and I remember this that summer um uh what's my man's name y'all got to help me because I'm so my mind is gone but what's what's our quarterback name um uh, Stafford. what's our quarterback Steve Stafford. Stafford. Stafford I remember staff I remember Stafford saying in the newspaper He didn't feel like he needed help because they were like, on this, we're going to get you like whoever was supposed to be like uh, Manning's quarterback, you know, Peyton Manning, you know, um, quarterback coach, they was going to bless my man with him. And he literally said in the paper, like, yo, I, I know the adjustments I need to make. I'm good. I don't need no quarterback coach. And I was like, Interesting. (laughs) interesting you don't need a quarterback Hmm. coach i'm like that's interesting you know what i'm saying and it is interesting that you would say it publicly in front of people especially in front of your fans and then i look at brady and his wife said yesterday he is insane she said it's crazy his work ethic is crazy. It's like he didn't wanna no, it's like he's not won a Super Bowl. See? It's like he has amnesia and he starts over every year like he ain't never won one before. And he goes into this little rant and just like, I gotta win. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta win. And I'm saying that that's the difference. There go the difference Hmm. right there. The difference is a dude who's good and he's getting paid like a Tom Brady. I think he might have got a better contract than Tom Brady. And in his mind, see that contract, the fact that he made it to the league, the fact that he's one of the premier quarterbacks in the NFL makes him say, I don't need no quarterback coach. I'm good. I just need to make a couple of adjustments. Whereas a Tom Brady is saying, yo, I need all the help I can get because I want to keep winning. And I think that's the difference. See, some of us taste a bit of success and we feel like we've arrived. Like we there. Like we don't got nothing else. We don't have nothing to do. Whereas me, see, I'm trying to do everything I did when I first started and I'm trying to do some new stuff. So I'm still going to the schools. I still help with GED and it's some people, they think is like, yo, I don't do that no more. I made it. I've arrived. I don't, I don't, I don't have to do that no more. Like that's the stuff I did when I first started. I'm still getting up at three o'clock in the morning. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so it's not like I I made it to some place and now I'm like, I'm here. And I think that's what a lot of people do wrong. You think that this is about some destination. This is about getting to a place and taking your shoes off and chilling when this is not a destination. It's not. You don't get, you never make it to greatness. You never make it to phenomena. You wake up every day and pursue being phenomenal. And to me, I just think that's the one thing. And so the reason why I'm gonna find $500 is because I'm doing everything I gotta do to still find five. And C said, he can call me what he want, but he said, yo, he's so cheap. He won't buy a $2 butt muffin, you know, whatever. Because in the back of my mind, see, I'm still on that, what I was on when I first started this journey, bro.
2: Yeah, and I think, you know, mm-hmm. Brady, of course, it goes without saying, what was it, 199th pick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so some people are able yeah. to stay yeah. with that. And I see yeah. some people, man, I'm, I, I'll i be honest, that's why I can't even stay in the NBA anymore. Because a lot of these dudes, man, you see them get contracts, and they like— Oh, they got a Kardashian and a, yeah. a, a, a mink yeah. coat. And it's like, you don't yeah. even see him again. Yeah. I'm like, wow, yeah. it's unbelievable. So um, yeah, no, I think one of the keys is definitely trying to keep that edge, keep that chip and keep that hunger. Um, and if you want to keep that edge, that chip and that hunger, try Organifi, man. It'll, uh, it'll do you right, all right? Um, man, listen, finally, uh, feel, feel more fit, have a better digestion, and boost your total body health. You can replace a meal or drink Organifi Complete Protein as a high-protein, nutritious snack. Listen, it's filling and satisfying, tastes delicious. Also, a well-balanced meal that uh, helps support digestion health and saves you time, all right? You guys heard us talk about it. I'm starting to get on the other products now. I'm on the uh, Protein, which has been amazing. I know we got the red juice going, we got the green juice, and it's just been a huge help, man. And um, I'm serious about my health this year, guys. Like, you know, uh, I, I, I've been getting serious, and I know E's serious with the vegan thing. I'm not sure I'm quite ready to go there, um, but I am Please ready. Don't. I am Please ready to raise don't. it up a notch, man. And <laughs> you need that. Uh, you need that. Uh, uh, that support for your immune system, man. And Organifi does that for me, and I know it could do it for you. So o r g a n i f i Organifi.com uh, promo code. Success, man, and um, shout out to uh, Eric who sent me a picture of Alton Kelly who sent me a picture of all his Organifi stuff, man, and said he uh, feels better, getting, giving him some more energy. Yeah, I was with e last
1: night, yeah. Oh, you
2: were? Oh, okay, I was good. With e last um, night, yeah. Great. E last yep, night. Shout out to E, yeah. man, just a phenomenal BU member. Um, all right, E, you called me yesterday. I want to make sure we get to this because you called me yesterday. And you were going off last night. I don't remember exactly what you were talking about, but you wanted to bring the conversation to the podcast. So, um, yeah, you you had some you, you had a, 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 a interesting day to say the least. So, why don't you tell us about that and yeah. see if we can shed some light okay. on that.
1: A pack of gazelles. I ain't never seen a pack of gazelles. See I talk pack of gazelles. Oh, I, heard. I heard. I, said, them oh, I heard of gazelles. A gazelles. Oh man, I ain't never seen nothing like this in my life. Um okay, y'all put your seatbelts on. You are e pissed, okay? E pissed off. And I, I that's not a cuss word in America, but I heard in Australia it is. Um oh, yeah, man, that, that was so about, funny. Bro, they were so heard.
2: they were so shocked he was saying pissed in oh, Australia.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, and, and I didn't know what was wrong. They kept looking at me like, I didn't know you cursed. I was like, what I say? They say "piss." I was like, oh, that ain't cussing in America. Man, let me tell you something. I'm so hurt. And, and the reason why I'm hurt is because, you know, I've made it my life's work to help people get from point A to point B to point C, you know, and I used to think, see, that yo, if I could just give them the plan, the secret to success, and I'm starting to realize that this ain't about the plan, you know what I'm saying? Like the the plan is what it is, but it's also it's about the person you are, you know. And a lot of y'all, you go, y'all gotta get, y'all gotta fix yourselves, man. I'm just gonna be real with y'all, like y'all 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 immature. You know, you you not you not ready. Like I don't know if you really know what it means to be, you know, successful. So uh, get to Cali, and um, you know, bro. Just for I gotta give y'all the backdrop real quick. Uh, for those of you who don't know, but you know, my my wife, um, she for whatever reason she don't listen to me a lot. But when it comes to her hair, she kind of like you know takes my cue, right? So I love the power, you know, the power cut. That's just my thing. So my girl like explain oh, power the power cut is. though for the people right, who don't. Right. You know what is what I'm the saying? power cut? In? Yeah. So, so like, so like, if you look at Holly Berry, Holly hey, Berry with a power cut, you know, I just want you know, <laughs> that. Yeah, that's <laughs> the short. You know, it's the short haircut. You know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the power cut. And you'll see a lot of women who are, you know, in uh, like Dr. Curry was in a, you know, power positions, and they meeting and they on the move, right? And they don't necessarily had time to, you know, just do their hair every day. So they cut it short, but it's the sweet power look, right? So my girl, like, yo, that's what you want, cool. But the problem with the power cut is when we on the road like we are right now, you know, for probably about three months, really off and on, she does not have access to her stylist, which is her cousin. You know what I'm saying? And so Diddy like, look, on a couple of these trips, you know, I need to get braids. You know, because with the braids, I can move and shake. And I ain't really a braid dude, but I'm like, hey, I feel you. You don't want to get up. You know, we got this conference, then we got the BU meetup, then we in schools, and it's a lot to do your hair. So I'm like, we're man, you know what I'm saying? We in Cali. We in Cali. You know what I'm saying? Cali big time. So I know we're going to be able to get, you know, the hair thing going. So I make a phone call. You know what I'm saying? In my BU community. Shout out to the BU fam. And um, we get somebody that's like, E, we got somebody for you that's that's fire. I'm like, bet, right? So our first challenge, we go, you know, we go in the hood, you know, we go on Crenshaw, get the hair. You know what I'm saying? Um, get the hair, have a phenomenal Not on Crenshaw. Right? Yo, was it the swap meet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it was that Crenshaw? They got a nice little, you know, area on Crenshaw. Crenshaw, the sloss with the, of swap <laughs> meat. <laughs> You feel me? So I get in there, man. We get the hair. Great experience. Come out. And um, unfortunately, the uh, hairstylist, she told me 7, 7.30. See, she gets there at 8.30. Okay. All right. Now here's here's what I'm tripping on the millennial. Like I ain't tripping on the eight thirty, but I'm tripping on not getting this text at seven or seven thirty, saying I'm not gonna be there to the eight thirty, right? But we are gonna leave that alone. So by the time she gets there, she comes up, right? I'm like, yo, Didi tired, bro. I'm talking about Didi is exhausted because it's really eleven thirty. And so Didi like, yo, I'm not sure how you gonna start at eight thirty and be out of here anytime soon, right? So she gets the hair and she like, it's the wrong hair. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I ain't mad at you. Okay, it's the wrong hair. We didn't wasted a day. So we gotta go back to Crenshaw, which is right, which is not next door to where we stand at the hotel. No problem. We go. Oh, they ain't got a rich Carlton in Crenshaw for sure. Uh, well, they working on it. They working, see. And, and, and so we get to hair, I come back, you know, show I, I FaceTime her, or whatever. She wanna answer on her phone. So she finally answers her phone, you know, she looks at it like that's right. I was like, bet. So boom. So the next day, she like, don't even worry about it, all right? Since I know where the hotel is, whatever, I'm gonna get there early. I'm like, bet. So it's seven o'clock, nothing, see. 7.30, nothing, see. I'm like, okay. Well, early is relative, eh? E. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, hey. Uh, early evening. If you didn't get there at eight, right. If you didn't get there at 8:30 before and you say you're gonna get there early, I'm thinking at least 820, 829, right? <laughs> so eight, nothing. I text her, nothing. 8:30, nothing. Nine o'clock, see. She texts back and says, "Oh, my, my battery on my phone died."
0: Hmm. <laughs> I love the millennials,
1: Josh. I love them, Josh. My battery died, and I'm saying, "Okay, bet your battery died. Where are you?" Because your battery died, but you had it here. Um, I'm at home. I had to go get some gro- I had to grocery. I had to go grocery shopping.
2: Mm. Mm. Well, she gotta eat it's now.
3: 9:00.
1: <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> it's nine o'clock. See, so see, I'm, I'm, bro, I'm like, yo, I can't believe it's nine o'clock. It's too late, bro. You, you gonna get here at nine thirty? It's way too late. So I just canceled it. Like, forget it. So then I make another phone call. Somebody's like, yo, homegirl got you. So we get, we get to Temecula now. This young lady comes. Right, I, she spent five hours doing my girl's hair. Five hours. Now there's this thing called dipping. I ain't gonna really get into it. But there's a process that when you do, you know, the braid, you have to do the hot water and then you dip. I'm not going to get it to the whole nine. But the young lady told Didi I forgot to bring my equipment for the dipping. I'm thinking, yo, you're charging uh, $200 and you ain't got your equipment? Like, unbelievable. You dip, my dip, we you dip. Your, uh, you put putting putting your hand up on my hip. I'm saying, see. So, so, Josh, I'm getting. I, Josh, I'm getting. I'm hurt now, Josh. And the reason why I'm. Josh
2: ain't understood a word you said since you talked I, about the bread. That's Josh is my I'm coming other side Josh. of the family. We don't do yeah. this. Just sloss and swat meat bread. Hey, I'm over here Googling the whole system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm coming to Josh. Josh is like, dip. Put it
1: in a pool? Yeah, Josh, I was <laughs> so hurt because how do you come to a opportunity Josh without your tools Josh that's what I'm hmm. about. like this is what you do professionally Josh this is what you do a plumber like, show up you at your crib
2: without a wrench <laughs> like my bad shoot like, you know hmm. what I'm saying I thought I, I was going to be able Josh, to use your plunger you- you-
1: you, you came, you came without, your, without your equipment, and if you would have done your homework, and I'm not bragging, but if you would have done your homework, you would have known who hair you were doing, and you would have known the opportunities that could have possibly come from this one opportunity. Hmm. So I'm like, yo, you ain't, you ain't even do your homework, you know, and you got there, you ain't got your tools, so now, Josh, I'm upset because you don't have what you need. And guess who got to go do it, Josh? So I ain't no stylist. I'm a motivational speaker, you know what I'm saying? Now, my girl, like, I'm gonna need you to head to Target or Walmart, and I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, you Josh, gotta go I pick up do... the dip I... equipment?
3: Bruh, <laughs> I gotta go, I gotta
1: go get the dip equipment because homegirl ain't got the dip equipment. Wait, so let a minute. me ask you this, e. right.
0: Wait, hold on, hold on, let me ask you this, E. Who keeps it at the end of this? Who keeps the equipment oh. at the end of this, this ordeal? Oh, come on. We
1: did this podcast already <laughs> with the shoes. I'm taking that jump back when we finished. <laughs>
0: hey,
2: but at least she gave you a, what she gave you, a 60% discount? How much did she give you oh. off because she forgot the dip equipment? How much was the okay, discount? So Josh,
1: when I was so Josh. How was much was it discount? So, so I so I don't get upset. I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> Girl, she, want, hey, she wanted all her money,
2: see? She wanted all her money. She, she didn't want the she whole did. thing after she forgot the equipment. And
1: see, the dip equipment. How did, much did, was did, the dip, dip equipment? About $45. Hours. Oh, and she couldn't even and, discount to 45 So, Josh, I'm hurt. <laughs> I just spoke for an hour and a half. I just took out—I I, took—I uh, they had the VIP. So it took me an hour to do all the VIP pictures. It took me another hour to sign. We sell out of, We sold out of books. So I had to sign every single book. So you talking about, it took me at least three and a half hours. So when I get back upstairs, my mom there, my dad there, um, uh, aunt, uh, you got uh, Shante there, Steve there, you know what I'm saying, Elle there. So I'm thinking, I'm coming back. I'm about to get a rest. So now my girl got an attitude. Like, and I'm not mad at her. She ain't mad at me. But she like, yo, if, if, if we don't get the equipment, so bro, I promise you, it took me a minute to get the equipment. By the time I got back, see, she was so heated. That she laid down, so she didn't do the. She didn't. You got. You got to do it right after. Carl, know what I'm talking about? Carl, know what I'm talking about? You got to do it oh, immediately sure. after, bro. Immediately after you braid. So she spent five hours sitting there. We didn't. We didn't do the process, bro. Carl saw the picture. I wish I could show the picture. She'd kill me. Oh when I showed my the goodness. Picture. Oh, yeah, Car- i see. seen it. She took a nap because she was so mad. She was so mad, Josh.
2: She- I liked it personally. I don't know what I was missing. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. You liked it. You liked No, no, I'm going to tell you what you liked. That- you didn't get, you didn't see this part. Oh, uh, okay. When she woke up, a third of the work that the girl did, to braids, Josh, all- it-, it-, it unraveled because oh, she didn't-, out. didn't do the dipping process. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, the late dip. I- I'm talking about the late dip when you dip. So you did ah! dip, see? And I didn't dip when you dipped, see? You oh. dipped, but I didn't dip when you dipped. I dipped after you dipped. Oh no, so dip die. Didn't work. See, oh, see, she was so upset. So now I gotta go get this stuff. Didi got an attitude, right? So she, I'm talking about she got an attitude to the point where she just went to sleep. I mean, just went, and then she gonna have the nerve to tell me yesterday, she's like, we was at the casino for two and a half nights, we ain't do nothing. I said, we didn't do nothing, we didn't do nothing because you had an attitude, and I didn't <laughs> think you wanted to do nothing, so I ain't say nothing to you. So Didi woke up the next day. I mean, I'm so proud of her. She woke up the next day like nothing happened. And what you saw, see, is when Didi redid her hair. So she had to do every single braid over again. And then, so we did it together, right? And so then I had to do the dip piece with her. And that took us about, I'm saying for real, three, or four, three, three to five hours, right? And so I'm, I'm like, see, this is unbelievable. So, um, so, so Diddy was like, nope, I don't like it. Now I saw it, see, I was like, I'm loving it. But she was like, the hair itself, she didn't like it. And so of course, when we got back to LA, guess what I got to do? Just before I go, you speak, dip by dip, we dip. unbraided <laughs> redip. I know. You dip by dip, redip. Redip. We
2: passed.
1: Hey, we passed. Redip. Now we got to take the hair out. Oh. See. so
2: I had to unbraid. Mm. I had to take it all out. See. By, by we? Who out. you mean we? Me. I
1: had to take it Ooh. out. Me. You know what I'm saying? I had to take oh, it that's out. How, hey, that's how. So, hey, that's how he
0: stay humble, y'all.
1: Bro, I had to take it off, see, because I'm like, so she upset. So we sit down, we taking it out. Get I Twisted
2: Sundays, featuring Eric Thomas and oh, I'm indeed. talking about get, I'm talking about. Untwisted <laughs> Sundays.
1: Now I know why I, I, I told her I want to get twisted. I feel it <laughs> I understand the, the twisting process. But I'm just saying, Josh, I had to do her work for her. I didn't get a check, Josh. She messed up my evening, Josh. She had we own some other stuff instead of us spending time downtown L.A., we undoing hair. And it's just like, yo, this is what upsets me about this generation. They talk about what they want. And then when they get the opportunity, see, they they, they it, I don't know. But it's like they don't want to work, bro. It's like they want the money. They want the lifestyle. They want the stuff. But they don't want to put in the grind. And I'm thinking, you had, nah, I ain't going to lie to you. That first girl, I could tell, she knew what she was doing. Her problem was she wasn't good with time. The second one, she probably knew what she was doing, but she didn't bring her equipment. So I'm just telling y'all, like, don't show up. Don't show up to a gunfight with a knife, y'all. And that's what this generation is doing. Like, y- like y'all getting opportunities, and that's why I'm pissed. You are getting opportunities. But guess what? So we look at Mike. Mike cut my grass. Before I knew it, Carl, and am I lying? I think Mike hit my grass and Carl's grass. And I'm talking yep. about knocked it out the park. Before I knew it, see, he was doing everybody in the neighborhood, bro. Then we get a church yep. with 16 acres. Guess who's doing the grass, see? Guess who's doing the grass, uh, see? Mike. You, you see what I'm saying? You, you feel me? So, so, and then now who's doing the the snow, his, um, somebody in his family is is, is doing our snow. You feel me? So it's like he had an opportunity and he nailed it and that ain't even his full-time job. And so I'm just saying these kids, they don't even have jobs, Josh. They're not even doing nothing. And the one break they get, they not, they not. 120 in it and then they want to get upset they want to get mad or so-and-so doing better than me or why this person living like this and, and why i don't have that and so man i'm just frustrated because it's like i still had to pay you and you it's like you said see your dignity should have said you know what don't even worry about the 200 dollars i messed up i didn't bring my equipment and this is the last thing i'm gonna get off this soapbox she told didi the reason didi was like why are you in a rush she's like because i gotta go deliver pizza so i can make some money Hmm. So, Uh, wow. You know,
3: we, we we obviously, we own a company where we have millennials that make up Mm. 95% of our sales team. So we have, we have a company where, where, you know, that's the makeup of what we do. And, um, you know, the thing about it is it's, it is, it's, it's interesting because everyone wants more. They want more money. They want more, freedom they want they want more of the fun stuff but the, the problem with a lot of people and i think millennials millennials get the rap of of the people of of this but it is that it is that they can't manage people can't manage themselves
2: mm. so they, mm. they
3: want to make millions yeah. they want to manage other people they want a title they want all the sexy stuff that comes with it but they can't they have a hard time managing themselves and so So if you can't get yourself going, if you can't get yourself up and in a good routine, you can't, you can't get to that next level. But I do believe that part of it is there's just so much information and so much opportunity out there in the world, especially for millennials, it's an instant generation that you can, you can, you can always find another opportunity, whether it's a real opportunity or not, you can always find someone to give you a career opportunity. You can always find somebody something to do. And so they're always half in and half out. And I believe that's a society problem we have is people are always half in and half out of their opportunities right now.
2: Well yeah, and, and so Josh, I think I think the social media and all of that has something to do with it is what Ian and I talked about because you can kind of like I don't even know if they're as fascinated with living the life as they are with showing that they can live part to the life. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of hard like like and this is I don't, I'm not I'm 35, right? So I'm not trying to sound like I'm just super old, but like we didn't have social media and we didn't see people like flying planes and doing all like we were literally just caught up in like the dream and what we had in front of us there wasn't even like a ton of things you could be doing so to your point josh like we got locked in on one thing and we took care of it as if it was our only opportunity whereas like you said these kids now they're looking around and their friends got jobs and they and they're doing this they're doing that i'm a photographer i'm doing this you know i'm i got this company that company i can go work here and so because you're, you're just looking around at everything. It's hard for you to nail in and commit to one thing. You know what I mean?
3: CJ, I saw... So it was like two weeks ago. There was a buddy of mine from high school uh, that I saw on his social media. Um, and I've seen him in and out of every opportunity since high school. I know exactly where he lives. I could drive to his front door. And I see him on social media, and he's got, he's got him getting off a private plane, and his pictures are incredible. It looks like his plane... It, it feels like his <laughs> right, play. Right. Wow. I don't know what car he's driving yeah. to his house, but he's doing it, and he's doing it in the name of yeah. marketing. He's not doing it right, in the name of anything else right. other than marketing.
1: Right. He's Absolutely. in the name of marketing. Absolutely.
3: And I'm looking at it going, yeah. this is it. There are some people that if you don't know him, you couldn't tell the difference between the real entrepreneur and the entrepreneur, and you would think this guy has it going on, and someone's going to end up giving him money. Probably people that don't have any money to give him are going to give him the money. And he's doing it for the sake of it's a commercial. And there's a time and place for marketing. There's a time and place. Uh, there's a time and place for how you how you take your product out there. But man, there, that social media has created a, a whole different rules of engagement where there are no rules of engagement. It's all attention, and if you can grab that attention, you win.
2: And I just got to believe it's something about if you. Uh, 22 years old and you post you get to fly on you know a private jet or you get to go to somebody's mansion and you taking pictures and doing all that and you getting the comments and the likes for it you're getting validation the validation if that's what you're seeking you're getting that without putting mm-hmm. the work in mm-hmm. so then you constantly seek that instead of the real thing does that make sense?
3: yeah I think, I think, oh, perfect think sense. Yeah, I think people think you can deposit likes Right. i think that's where you know see you don't have social media i can't tell you since now that i've been on the podcast how many times people reach out to me through my instagram and if you follow my instagram it's it's a family instagram you know that's it's a family instagram and they'll reach out and say you could take your you could take your brand to the next level and i'm going what 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 brand are you trying to help me take to the next level? You think right. I can deposit likes
2: and Right. I can't deposit. I've right. never been able
3: to send my mortgage company, my Instagram photos and say, don't worry, everybody loves me and thinks I'm great. Or, Hey, I need a hundred thousand dollar investment. Here's how many people liked my LinkedIn post last week. It doesn't work that way. So there's this, there's this reality and there's this perception that goes on that social media creates. And I like social media. I have no problem with it. A major part of our company is social media, obviously, but but I see these people that stand up and say, "Hey, one- time offer, I'm going to give you a1 10000 dollars scholarship for free to learn my secrets of blah 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 blah. ten thousand dollars of what what value what value are you giving for mm. ten thousand? who named that price? What do you mean ten thousand so who said you're, hmm. who said an hour or two of your times were ten thousand dollars? You don't know any you, hmm. you, know, you can't the
2: private you. plane I just got off
3: and here's the thing <laughs> right How about this if I come and do what if I give you Take your time, your scholarship, and I don't succeed. Will you give me ten thousand dollars?
2: Mm. In likes, yes. Yeah,
3: in
0: likes. Yep. There you go. <laughs> and, that, and
2: that's my. No, problem. and no, and, and, and that's the thing, that like Josh. 10, you about 10, to, I didn't even <laughs> want to go there, but you about to like you you about to wind me up now, and I'm telling you, man, like. I'm not saying we perfect, but we are are genuine. And a lot of these people y'all listening to, man, the formula Josh is talking about, they killing y'all with that formula, and it's not real. I actually, y'all know I don't even go on social media like that. And I got on E's Twitter the other day just to tweet, and let me read it verbatim. Because I was just like, yo, I'm so tired of it, man. And people, you know, people send it to me all the time. And I'm looking at them like, what? who do you think you are? But I literally tweeted out the other day, I said, just because it looks real doesn't mean it is. I just tweeted that because I was like, yo, all these people sending me stuff and they, you know, looking like they big time. I'm like, come on, man. And you trying to get people to buy into something that's not real. That's why I think what we're doing is so dope, because we created a community where you can literally come in and be around us and see everything that we see. Like, there is no fakeness to it. Like, for real. I think we, we go purposely probably the other way to not try to big up that stuff because we're trying to show you that you can be a regular person and get to it at a high level and it's not about, oh, am I... The average person, like, for real, you're just flying private planes all over the place. That's not even real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what does that even mean? Like, we're trying to show you how to get to it, how to be a better human being, how to make more money for your family. All of these things, but they show you this facade and they get you geeked up. And there's it's, it's actually hollow. There's nothing actually there once you get to it. And so people have been doing it for a while, which is why I don't complain about it. I'm not a person who's going to be hating on nobody else and trying to tell you, oh, don't do that because they're doing this. We just try to build up our platform in a genuine way that you can really be a part of something that you can really learn the skills and that you need to take yourself to the next level for real.
3: But see, see, here's a here's just one, one last point. Here's the crazy part, E, about your story is very easily there could have been a picture of E and Didi with this hairdresser that's on social media now, said just did Eric Thomas' yep. wife's hair, and everyone thinks it went great. Yep.
1: No one even knows right, the back story. Right.
3: That's the crazy part. You have to be careful when you start to believe what you see on social media. And, um, and again, we are a social media brand. I, we definitely um, use it, like it, and, um, and it has been an incredible thing for our brand. But you have to be very careful because you can go crazy with the opportunities or the perception of what the opportunities and how easy things can look out in the world. And I do believe social media has a major part to play in that.
1: Yep. Now, E, yep. did you take any photos? Yeah. Um, did you take any photos? I just want to make right. sure. I'm saying it was my wife, so of course I couldn't take any but the ones that she sent to you, uh, to you guys. But to your point, see, you know, the Ritz, you know, some of the other opportunities I've had, you don't see that. And when I put my stuff up, I don't put my stuff up for me. I put my stuff up with the intent, you know, to educate and put people in a position where they can make their dreams become a reality because, and I'm not saying, you know, there's some people who showboat and they've earned it right to showboat. I'm just saying, I'm talking to the group that you haven't earned the right, and you're taking pictures, and you're trying to. You're, it's a lie. You're trying, and it's it's one thing. And C said it's a fine line between marketing and lying. You feel what I'm saying? Like there's a fine line, and we, we I think that's a couple podcasts ago. You know, but I don't I don't have the need, C, to share my life with people, good or bad. I I I share lessons so I can help people to get from one place to the next. And this generation has to do a better job of not just wanting the opportunity because for real, I'm just being honest. I lost some time with my wife, bruh. You know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about doing her hair. I was excited about that, actually, to helping twist her hair and doing all that other stuff. It's intimacy, like that challenge really created an intimate moment for us. So I'm not, I'm not tripping on that, but I'm tripping that you have to go and sell pizza and you don't get it. You only have to sell, and and look, I gave my wife a lump sum of money to pay this girl. And my wife said, she showed her the money and put it in her purse. And like, I'm not giving you a dime extra because you didn't do what you said you were going to do. And my thing is, I don't know how much you was going to get for pizza, but the fact that you took care of my wife while we were were in between states, and you're going to put me in a place where my wife's going to get her hair done. And I love the hair. Like, I like the way the hair looked. You know, but you, but you didn't do what you were supposed to do. And so now you got to go do pizza. And you shouldn't have to do pizza because you have a craft. But why have a craft if you're not going to give it 120%? That's hmm. all. That's why I'm frustrated, bro. It's like, you're going to be the main person coming to me now, need money. You're going to need a loan to get in school or a loan to buy a car. You're going to come to me get asking for a loan when you have a craft that could make you an ATM machine. But you don't get it.
2: Yeah. Nope. Anybody else got anything to add before we jump into ask ET? Yeah,
0: just real quick, what he just said. Like, I mean, three three things. One, a gift. Like, you have it. Like, I still believe that everybody has something. I don't care what it is. I told y'all before in a podcast, I saw a girl doing um, jump rope at a Pistons halftime game. Like, literally, a halftime show. She was doing jump rope. And when I tell y'all, killed it, killed it. But she had a gift that she perfected and used it. And then the second part of it is the need. You know, there is a need out there for your gift. So whatever it is that you got, I'm saying, find, spend the time just researching, you know, figuring out who you are, what your special gift is, because you have one. CJ, what's the book? CJ, your secret superpower. You have one. But, you're not spending the time to do it. Um, Earl Nightingale had a quote that said, if you spend an extra hour each day of study in any chosen field that you'd become a national expert in five years or less, an hour every day. So I'm just saying you have it, the need exists, and then we got to spend time number three of bridging the gap between your gift and the need. How do we monetize that? How can we leverage it? How can we use that to get, you know what I mean, get instead of chasing pizza and hair and all that, how can we use the one gift to literally meet the, meet it, the needs that the you have? Bottom gift. line. Yeah. That's it. Use the one gift that you have to meet the needs. I'm saying bridge that gap. Like you got the gift, you see the need, study the need, and now you bring those two together. And I'm telling y'all, that's if, hey, Josh, can I start a $10,000 uh, little campaign with that? There go my formula, y'all. Just give me $10,000 and y'all gonna get everything else. But I'm, I'm acting silly. But seriously, that's what it boils down to. All the people that y'all know, you go back to the Tom Brady's, the Michael Jordan, whatever, it's a it's a gift that they harnessed. You know what I mean? They put full, I'm talking about full immersion. You know what I'm saying? No turning back. This is it. Tom Brady still, like we talk about Denzel, still got an acting coach. All that, like full immersion, the need, they found the need, and they ex- not exploited it in a bad way, but they, they leveraged it, you know what I'm saying, and put it together, and now we know their names, and we will forever know, you know, these names that we're talking about. So, yeah, that, that's my three-piece nugget, y'all. Love it. Hey, Carl, Carl giving the nugget of the day. He re- you ready for that trip?
2: <laughs> Carl, ready for that trip? Um, real quick, man, I want to tell you guys about Game Changers. Um, some of you have been emailing uh, quite a bit and asking us about our speaker training. Well, we haven't really opened it up to the public until now, Um, But we are rocking and rolling, man, and we are certifying quite a few people, man, who are coming in and getting Eric Thomas certified as a speaker and um, taking their careers to the next level as a speaker. Listen, man, we built this program, and it's been incredible, all right? Uh, For the first time ever, we're teaching some of E's, like, most valuable principles, right? And there's seven P's that we use, purpose, plan, principle, platform, product, price, and profit, all right, to train you how to become an an impactful speaker, one that can go out in the world and command checks for whatever it is, whether you want to be a motivational speaker, whether you whether you want to be a corporate trainer or um, just be a better you know communicator at work, whatever it is. Um, we're helping people go to that next level. You see people like Inky Johnson, Jeremy, uh, these guys out there just doing their thing, man, and a list of other speakers that have come into the program and been certified. And so um, we would love for you to join us, all right? Quarterly workshops with us. Uh, we got a workshop actually coming up real soon with our uh, Game Changers. Bi-weekly mastermind calls, bi-weekly group coaching calls, exclusive access to the ETA speakers manual, evaluation of your current branding, logo, and websites, video, and more. So if you're are uh, out there and you're listening to us, man, and you're in the speaking industry. Whether you're, you know, doing well and making ten thousand, twenty thousand per engagement, or whether you just started and people told you, man, you got a gift. You should uh, consider doing this professionally. Uh, we're here to help, so we would love for you to join us. Go to etinspires.com/slashgamechangers. Uh, changers. right, and um, come see what we're doing. Come see what we're about. We got a meet up coming up soon. Also, you guys get access to events. Uh, things of that nature so we would love to have you in Game Changers alright um, let's
0: just hey, see let me give let, let me give a shorter like, just ETA that's the easy oh, we ETA just created Game that Changers. easy Changers. link so they could yep. Ask, yep.
2: and of course you get yep. access to all the Breathe University content uh, two VIP tickets and then you know the uh, opportunity to become an ETA certified speaker um, it is an incredible program. We always have a blast. I mean, people, like, so you know, you're actually speaking for E, in front of E. Like, our, our game changers have all spoken in front of E, got personal feedback from E, myself, and um, many of them uh, have been certified now, and you can go see the list of the certified speakers. So shout out to all our game changers uh, who are just killing it right now. Uh, proud of you guys and look forward to you becoming a part of the team.
1: All right, we got some... I see. Yes. The Dirty Santa don't have a soundtrack. They
2: don't have a soundtrack. The the Dirty Santa, we got, it's like the music is not even, you know, really there. You know what I'm saying? It's more of just like a a monotone, like, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's definitely no uh, classical Beethoven or Mozart, whatever you're listening to back there. Um, Real quick, all right, we got some questions built up in the queue for Josh. Um. So here we go All right. Uh, thank you for all the work you do I'm such a huge fan of the podcast I have two questions uh, I'm working with an entrepreneur in Massachusetts Who's been doing relatively well She recently bought a building uh, That will be a storefront I want to help her elevate her business So she wants to hel- help her friend elevate her business And has offered to help on the marketing side um, Josh, she said Should I establish a commission base For any new clients I bring in? And what are the best strategies for 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 promoting her business? So, yeah, Josh, I, mean, I guess, if that makes sense.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. All right. So uh, anytime you're starting, depending on where the business is, commission-based is always better. So I'm, I'm a big fan of commission-based. So um, commission-based, working out a, an agreement that you both are excited about and, and that moves the business forward the way you need to move it forward but, you know, marketing is hugely important. And if you can get if you are paying off the results and not off the time, um, both sides win. So as long as you can get the results, I would go off a of commission base.
2: All right. Um, and the second part, what is the best strategies for promoting uh, this type of business and event planning business? Um, I would say start where you are. Right. Like, so Mm -hmm. find out the market in in whatever community you're in and literally start right where you're at. Like if you are, um, let's say in Atlanta, if there's events, you know, that are needing to be planned, I tell people, depending on what level you're at, start planning birthday parties, start planning, you know, friends retirement parties, start planning things that are right in your area, in your neck of the woods. And then what happens is that word of mouth builds. Right. Like this is a business event planning where if you throw a great event and people come. Chances are that person's going to need an event planned, right? Like, we all have things going on, whether it's birthday parties. I told a young lady when we were in Newark, guys, remember I was telling her, like, just start where you're at. Like, plan your friend's birthday party and put a card on the table and say, this event was planned by. Like, make sure it's beautiful in there. Make sure everybody has a great time. The music is right. The mood is right. It smells good, looks good, food's good, everything. And watch people say, hey, how can I get you to plan my event? So start where you are. Anytime you're marketing a business, um, don't, don't look at the broad picture, you know, the, the huge scope. Start right where you're at in your own little neck of the woods and start planning the events and go to that next level. Um, Josh, uh, this gentleman says, I am building a team for my business slowly. And I only have one friend with me right now. How do I make sure that the way I treat the business also rubs off on people on my team? I don't want to force and micromanage yet. I don't yet. I want them to have the same commitment that I do.
3: Yeah. So if you're one, if you're starting a business, um, you know, I'm a I'm a big believer if you're starting, you have a friend that they are tied to the business in more ways than just their compensation. And so you can tie them to um, longer term equity if it's they if it's the right thing. But if you're just getting going and, and you have a friend and you want to do it, they're just going to follow your lead at the start of a business. They're going to completely follow your example and your lead. And if you if you show your heart in the business, they'll either grow up or they'll grow out. Of the business. So as you grow up and grow that business, they're either going to grow up with you or they're just going to grow out of the business. So as you bring on more people, and if those people have more skills or are more bought in over time, they'll either they'll either come along for that ride or they'll just grow out of the business and disappear.
2: Love it. Kevin in New Jersey said, Josh, you have had multiple uh, businesses that is, has, has been successful in different industries. What skill set do you most attribute to your business success across multiple industries?
3: Uh, the Probably the number one is um, is probably I've learned to have business feel. And so what that means is I, I, w- with business, I can tell one, if the business is going is, is going to be able to ha- have a chance at success, none of us in business are guaranteed any sort of success. So have a chance at success, and then also, um, with that feel, I've been able to recruit the right pieces into the business. Off of, to, to piggyback off the last question, bringing the right pieces to the business that have helped accelerate that. So, on my own, I can't do a lot, but with the right team, we can accomplish a lot.
2: Love it. Hannah said, Hey, Josh, my business is growing and I could really use an influx of cash. When is the proper time, <laughs> if ever, to consider taking <laughs> no, a loan? Right. Also, <laughs> I'm open.
1: Influx of cash. We can all use that. <laughs> also, I'm open to going
2: to investors, but don't want to give up a huge chunk of my company. I will be in Miami for take control, but this question couldn't wait.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, every business, you know, really, there's, there's, there's never. I, I mean, I should, I shouldn't say, but there, there's very rarely terrible businesses. But what there usually is is a lack of a runway. So you don't have a long enough runway. The time and effort it's going to take you to get the business off the ground and be successful. So you haven't given yourself the proper runway, which is time, or you haven't accounted for how much cash it's going to take for you to get to that win. So people run out of cash along the way. Now, the bottom line is, it's funny, I've had people come to me and say, hey, I brokered a deal with someone, I took out a loan from them, they charged me a ton of money and a ton of interest, and um, and I feel like I got taken. And you know what? That the, the amount of interest you get charged is depending on the situation you're in. Someone that said, pays 20% interest for a, for a bridge loan, but it got them through a hard time in their business, maybe the best 20% they ever paid. And the flip turn is someone that takes 20% interest where it swallows their business up and they get into debt where they can't ever pay it back is the worst 20%. So part of what you take from a money in and in that standpoint is what your business can tolerate. And that's on you as the business owner to know your numbers, know your cycle times, know where your cash flows in and out of the business and to be able to see that. Um, but I always tell people, bootstrap as long as you possibly can. I don't think it's ever a good strategy. There's, there's this thing in the business world now where, where saying how much you've done in sales, um, everyone thinks is that's how much money you make. And so, yeah, so what they, do you mean look, by that? Well, there's top line revenue and there's bottom line, right? You have your top line and you have your bottom line, and your top line is how much money you do in business. So to say, hey, we do $10 million in business. Um, I was part of a company a while ago where it was the strategy. The strategy was to run a top line company. So it was requiring money every month into it. We were at one point doing $60 million in sales and we weren't turning a profit because you have to reinvest that money to scale to support that $60 million in sales. So everyone wants to talk about all this all this money, the, the top line number, the top line number. But if you can bootstrap it, Somehow in America, it's gotten to the point where it's not very cool or very sexy to run a good profitable company. I don't know where we ever hit that hmm. point, but running a good traditional business that's just kicking off profits month after month after month, that's, that's still the golden age of business. The golden age of business is not the unicorn. It's not to raise to a billion dollars in sales and acquisition. Everyone thinks that, a business, that the business model and business strategy today is run as fast as you can and get acquired. That's not, a, in my opinion, that's not the strategy. The strategy is to build a great business. And if someone came along and acquired it because you can leave them something better and they can take it and do better with it than where you had it, then that's one thing. But you never build a business to have it acquired or else you will do shortcuts along the way that will hurt that business if you're stuck holding your own baby.
2: Okay, cool. I got a, uh, a longer question real quick, but I think you should help this guy out. He said, hey, E.T., hope all is well. I really appreciate you guys. Day one podcast listener. I'm writing you because I'm lost, and I was hoping you guys could possibly help me with some type of direction. I just hit 31 in age, married with four kids in a pretty small town in West Virginia, pretty much living paycheck to paycheck, and I feel like time is just passing me by, and I can't seem to get any traction in life. I want so much more for my family, and they deserve it. I'm 31, and I still have no solid answer of what I want to do for the rest of my life. I'm always on the go and feel like I have no time for anything. I used to love writing music, I sing, I'm interested in real estate, business as well. But again, I can't get any traction on anything. I'm just lost, sir. I have my wife and four kids depending on me and looking to me for leadership and guidance, but I'm lost as well. And it's very discouraging, very discouraging. I feel horrible. There's so much I could talk about uh, and ask you guys. And I apologize for the long email, but I I felt like uh, I had to take a chance. Thanks again for all you do.
1: I know that was long, but he needs joint breathe you. He needs joint breathe you. See, he needs joint breathe you. Uh, Bottom line, he needs to get in a community of people, uh, one that he can use as a sounding board. This is not a, um, you know, a thirty-second answer. Like he needs to be in a community where he can get support. Uh, He needs to be in a community where he'll be held accountable. You know, so, yeah, just being honest, you can go back and listen to 100 podcasts and you're not going to hear E.T. say that. But I, I honestly feels like feel like he needs to get, he needs to get on the Patriots, bro, bottom line. You know what I'm saying? And you know our community is phenomenal. I'm not talking about me. But there are other songwriters. There are other people who are married. There are other people who have children. There are other people, I think, about Y.B. He sound like Y.B. to me. And somebody who didn't know didn't know how to put the pieces together and got in this community and now he's traveling doing his own tour and it's very clear on i think see you work with him specifically but very clear on yeah you could do a million things but we're not interested in that this is the one thing you need to do so yeah. honestly bro whatever the lowest yeah, energy are, man energy like, like I, I was uh, i got sad reading it bro like you
2: know, yeah, like, yeah. and 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 I'm not the dude. that's just like, oh, speak it into exist. Like that. I, I mean, I believe it, but that's not right, like my right. thing. But right, it's right, like, right, 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 right. yo, that's you, you, you beating yourself down, and and you you keep telling yourself these self defeating things, right, man, absolutely. and you turning into Charlie Brown with that cloud. And it's like, yeah, yo, it's yeah. not real, bro. Start getting you some small wins. So when we say join, breathe, you, it's not like. Oh, joining you know every all your problems are gonna be fixed immediately, but for real man, you need that energy. I I figured out y'all. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like that's why on the Stay Ready tour, I name the squad the Energy Team. Most people are struggling like they just don't have no energy. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at people who struggling like my man. Like yo, you need some energy, bro. Some positive energy. That energy can take you out of a dark place, man. And so, um, as he said, man, get it, get it, get yourself around some some beasts, man, some people who are doing well. That's why I said, if nothing else, you know, that's probably the proudest thing that, you know, in terms of our career that we've been able to do, man, is just create a network. Like, it's not even about us mm-hmm. so much. Now, we lead yep. calls and stuff like yep. that, but the people and how they take care of each other, the meetups, things of that but nature, man, it's just it's... incredible, man. They won't let you be in that funk. You know what I mean? Like, they'll literally bring you right out of that funk. So, E, didn't you
1: have a meetup in Cali? Did you? Oh, man fire and see, it was about 38, 40 of us last night, California, I think it's called California Pizza, and um, they had a nice little um, area, they put us outside, I think we've been there before, and man, it was, man, we, we got a chance to improv, I did like a 15 minute presentation, we addressed questions, it was Mary's birthday, Eric brought red velvet, um, red velvet um, cupcakes from his company, to celebrate with us and her. So we celebrated her birthday, you know, gave her a shout out. We all took group pictures, single pic. Man, it was just a, like you said, see energy, it was just love. And a few people came up to me and was like, yo, I'm not gonna lie to you, I've been a part of programs before. And some of the programs were very healthy, but none of them were family, a community. It was like, you know, like an online thing where you kind of by yourself filling out, you know, the information and watching videos. It was like, yo, who we don't have to pay extra and we're just hanging out with you, just eating with you. And I'm saying the same thing, Carl, like, yo, y'all believed yeah. in us enough to, to yeah. join. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. like we just started this. Y'all believed in us enough to put, you know, your money where your mouth is to make it an investment. And then you guys man, somebody flew from Seattle. Somebody flew from Phoenix. Another dude. Oh, I don't remember where he flew from, but it was far. It was people who flew. See, um, Isaiah and Virginia drove, it's at least four hours from Phoenix, to eat and turn back around. Like, bro, I was just like, <laughs> it was people on the West Coast that was like, yo, this is the closest we're going to get to you. So we wanted to come. Guy was from Portland. He was turning right back around. He had nine o'clock flight. We, like, finished eating at, like, six-something. He was like, yo, I got to get out of here. I got a flight. Wow. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, I just flew in for this. And I'm just like... Yo, this is unbelievable. So yeah, man, I, I, I just can't believe what we've created. I can't believe the family atmosphere. I can't, yeah. like after That's a while, I was scared. That's the piece for me. Yeah, yeah, I was scared though, I, Carl, because I was like, okay, we get so many people, people are going to be manipulative. We're going to end up mm. getting some evil people in here. We're going to end up, and bruh, it's been the opposite. We've literally attracted who huh. we are. Do you
0: remember San Diego? I don't know if you remember what we did in San Diego. I think it was the same, same restaurant, of course, different yeah, place. It was. But there was two yeah. ladies that was sitting like kind of in a booth, oh, yeah. and they came to us after like, yo, who are you guys? Like, what is going on? Like, this like, is it a family reunion? Like, what is happening? Like, can y'all just hug us too? They're like, and back to what you talked yeah. about. See, the energy. Like, the energy we just had greeting each other as a BU family, not community, not none of that. I'm talking about as a family. Like, I'm talking about two random strangers, just like, yo, whatever y'all got, we
1: want to be a part of this right here. Because it's like, y'all just hey. hugging, talking. Go ahead, my bad. It, hey, it was like, Carl, you know how when we, we travel and like when the events is over and we like in a major city, like with, you know, and you, and you see those guys break dancing or doing a little yep, thing and everybody yep. coming around. Like it was, like you said, it was like that last night. You thought we was a break dance crew or something. Because there was people <laughs> coming just because there was a, um, there was a, a glass divider and people would come up to the glass and just looking like they were staring like, what are y'all doing? Who are y'all? You know, because like you said, that positive energy and that love was just all in the place, man. It, it was just, yeah, man, I had a blast. And here's a big, I, for me, Carl, this was the first meetup, and I know I had a lot to do with my growth, but this was the first meetup where we weren't talking about, we weren't talking about what are we going to do this year? Uh, the uh, the uh, Latino, Latina school district that I'm working for, Eric was like, yo, I'll go in there and do some culinary art stuff with him. You know, everybody else was like, yo, we'll teach him how to, Um, you know, do videography or we'll teach them how to uh, become photographers or whatever. And it's like, yo, when you come back to the school system next time, call me. Isaiah was like, yo, i I drive from Phoenix if you give me enough time. So when we go into the school district, like it was a movement this time. There's was like, yo, when you come back, we're going to the schools with you. When you come back, we're going to do this. We're going to bring cakes. We're going to bring this. Mm. We're going to do this. And I'm just like, yo, it's a movement now. It's not even on. Like wow. last year was more on Eric, how can I help me with my goals and my dreams? What can you tell me to right, me in right, my right. marriage? You know, we, it, it wasn't on that, bro. We wasn't on that. They was on like, yo, what can we do to take this movement, not only help you with the Nobel Prize, they were like, yo, what can we do in the school districts Mm. to help you? And there was a couple teachers there that was like, yo, I ain't trying to be funny, but what can we do next time you come to LA Unified? What can you do to come to our school? And so, man, I just left there so pumped, man. I ran, I almost ran, I almost ran home, man. And I'm talking about ran (laughs) through the
2: wall, bro. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um breatheuniversity.com, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, last one, Carl, I don't even know. You sent this to me. I don't know, I didn't get a name on this, but we just wanted to weigh in on the fair file from oh, the past yeah. week <laughs> about the husband who has set a reminder <laughs> to tell his wife that she was beautiful. And particularly how CJ said he felt about it. I know that he said it was fair, but how can he uh, wait, but how can he call that fair? Oh, to the oh, uh, but he felt the same kind of felt some way about his wife sending him calendar reminders about the gas and yeah, the she lunch dates. Fair, uh. she, fair file that CJ seems a little hypocritical <laughs> in this way. P.S. Y'all know where I love the podcast. Keep it up. Uh,
0: she called you You have a name Hold on there. I'll find that? you. Hold on. Uh, yeah, find the name. I'm going through my email. Um, so am I fair
2: file for saying that it was fair for my buddy setting reminders, but not fair for my wife uh, sending me it reminders? Is fair that
1: he's taking? Um, old podcast and remembering old podcast. Unbelievable. And, and, uh, and, <laughs> and I'm
2: a new man a new since that last podcast. <laughs> like, I've grown hey, so much. It's
0: Ariana.
2: It's Ariana. Ariana. <laughs> Ariana and... J- yeah. Okay. So, uh, Ariana, let me tell you something. No, I'm not hypocritical, because let me let me explain to you the difference. My buddy could not remember ever to tell his wife that she was beautiful. So, he had to set the calendar reminders. I got my wife gas 862 weeks straight. I forgot one week and the calendar reminders started popping up. So I'm saying you file for the question because it's not an apples to apples comparison. This is apples to oranges, okay? I'm nowhere near hypocritical. And um, but no, for real, no. Thanks for listening.
1: And uh Hey, hey, shout out though. Shout out to Erica, uh, Carl. Erica called Didi and shouted out Didi. For saying mm-hmm. uh, we was wrong, for saying it was okay. Oh, uh-huh. There we saying, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we,
0: a th- so women's movement is
2: strong. Oh no, trust love. me. I don't here want here no problems. Look, I'm not sending. I, I don't need any reminders. I'm getting gas. I'm telling my wife she's beautiful. I'm going all the way in. I'm trying. I'm trying to be great in 2018. So. Um, 2018. Yeah. No. All right. Cool. Well. Uh, yeah. That's all. Uh, that's all I got. Y'all got anything? Anything else? I'm forgetting. Miami. Uh, take control. Josh will be there. Josh, what are you excited about teaching the people? Josh has been going off, y'all. If y'all don't, uh, if y'all Josh don't know, Josh yeah. been snapping at yeah. these uh, take control <laughs> and people business going to the next level. Um, you know, just financially increasing, going going to that next level. Josh, what are you? What are you excited to teach the people in Miami?
3: Yeah, it's not even so much teach. I, I love to sit and answer their questions. And uh, each business is its own. It's its own animal. It's its own life form. Every business is different. There are definitely principles that, that apply to every business. But I, I, love, I love the question-answer format and that we have to sit there and, and answer these questions on the fly from people and give them, I enjoy the pressure of giving them advice that if they take it, they can turn their business fortunes around or take their business to the next level. So I enjoy just hearing all the different stories of different yeah, Josh, businesses out there. Who, who
1: would you? Which business, Josh, if I'm listening to you right now, you know, which business owner, which type of business situation would you say, you know, you're most excited about coming to the event? Like, you know, what I'm saying like I said, a lot of different business people, but like which which person are you or which group are you most excited to kind of give, uh, you know, your wealth of knowledge to?
3: Yeah, I would, it, it's the it's that um, that those business owners, entrepreneurs, that one of two things. One, they're excited about getting something going and they're trying to do probably their first seven figures of revenue. So they're trying to figure out how do I get this thing to to a million dollar mark from the revenue standpoint. How do I build a team to support that? And then also also those entrepreneurs that uh, they may be making a lot of money and they may be doing well, but they're dying inside. They may have a business that they don't like. They may be stuck or have some things, some challenges in their businesses that they may be making some money. But they're not happy, and they're trying to find a way to get happy in running their business. And those are two that I really enjoy eating.
2: Yep, Miami. So Miami, February 4th, and then Atlanta, February 10th. Take control. So come out and, uh, man, and go to that next level with us. Um, I think uh, cruise in March. uh, Man, that's coming up. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Talk about that. That's right here,
2: bro. Yeah, I'm I'm like, wow, that's coming up. Tay called me yesterday to schedule the flights to take the babies back home. Uh, but I'm I'm definitely ready for that. Um, do they got Wi-Fi on the cruise? I'm just trying to... I'm asking for a friend. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Asking I, for a friend. I think
0: they do, yes, actually. Sir. I think in certain parts, they do. Yeah.
2: Okay, cool. All right. Well, um, yeah, no, that's it for me. Josh, appreciate you jumping on today, man. Always a pleasure having you. Um, e... Can you get us out of here? Hey, go to, go to iTunes and leave us that review, please. I know we haven't asked for, in a while, but for those of you who are new listeners, maybe just rocking with us, shout out to everybody who's already done it. But uh, you guys want to see us climb the charts, right? We don't want to look like bums and be in last place on the iTunes charts. So if you guys rock with us and uh, want to see us win, man, go leave us a review. Leave us, you know, five-star Whatever it is, and um, yeah, we would greatly appreciate that. Leave a comment, too. We read the comments. Uh, Speaking of which, somebody emailed in and was like, yo, where's the negative feedback? I got the negative feedback log. (laughs) I I have it. I was going to do it today, but Josh was on. And um, I want to make sure. I, maybe I do it when Carl gets back from his vacation, because I don't want to ruin Carl's vacation. Because there's a couple nasty ones in there for him. And, uh,
0: now that might be the best time to do
2: it. See, I might be able to bounce back faster. You, than you know me. what I'm saying? Hey, y'all. We. Hey, he said it. We're human too, doggone it. We got, we got feelings. I don't like looking in there and seeing y'all talk. Why does CJ keep interrupting? Okay, I get it. I talk a lot. You know what I mean? It is what it is. I'm a little overbearing sometimes, but. Uh, you don't have to tell me about myself, but we'll, we'll read that soon, man. And uh, in all seriousness, guys, thanks for listening. Love you. E, hit us with that negative day so we can get busy.
1: Hey, guys, one day starts today. All right, real simple. One day starts today. You know, so all of these dreams, one day I'm going to be a millionaire. You know, one day I'm going to get my degree. You know, one day I'm going to be on top of the world. One day, E, I'm going to take your spot. Well, one day starts today, right? You can't keep talking about, you know, one day you know, and romanticize about one day. Like, you got to get up today, you know what I'm saying, and grind today or one day is never going to happen, right? So, uh, like I tell you, I welcome you. You know what I'm saying? I'm waiting for you. We, we, we keeping this sweet for you at the top. We doing a podcast to help you, not to hurt you, you know, but at the end of the day, you can listen to this podcast as much as you like. You can get motivated. You can get pumped up listening to it. But at some point, man, you got to grind. You know, at some point, you got to work. You know, at some point, you got to stop talking about it and be about it. So remember, one day starts today. And so the sooner you start, the sooner you'll be able to have that one day experience. It's your boy, ET. Hey, appreciate y'all for listening, man. Love you. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You, make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your